Welcome to another great edition of Board Check. I'm your host, Jeremy the Impact York. This is Impact Media's weekly drive through the neutral zone into a Veskin's office. We're going top shelf. We feeling fancy. Otherwise known as our weekly drive into the world of, well, hockey. We're going to talk, definitely going to talk some NHL today as, as the trade deadline has exploded in the last few days. Um, we're going to talk some Nashville Predators, some Carolina Hurricanes, and uh, we'll finish up with some Glass and Owls, as we always do. But before we get into that, let me let you know ways you can be a part of this show. You can email us, 3endzone at gmail.com. That is the number 3, E-N-D-Z-O-N-E, at gmail.com. You can also look for us on Facebook. Whether you look for Impact Media, you can look for Board Check, or you can look for Jeremy York. You should be able to find us. Pretty easy to find on there. I think you guys can figure out what my profile pic probably looks like. If you can't, just click on it and look around. You'll probably find it. Uh, you can also, if you're one of those people who likes to just click a link and listen to a show, we definitely appreciate you guys. And you can. there are a couple ways you can do this. You can go to Twitter at Team Impact Media. And you can also go to at BoardCheck on Twitter as it has its own. Once again, this is our oldest show and uh, it has its own Twitter. Uh, you guys know how to spell that. B-O-A-R-D-C-H-E-C-K. Uh, you just click on the link, listen to it as many times as you want. There is no cap on the amount of times you listen to it. You can uh, follow myself at TheImpact99 on Twitter, Triller, TikTok, and Instagram. Going to have some fun stuff coming up there uh, this weekend. Uh, also, if you go to at BoardCheck on Twitter, you're going to see some Rugby ATL stuff. They have a game this weekend that we will be at. Some fun interviews and things coming there. Make sure to check that out. Uh, and if you follow at TheImpact99, you will see a lot more of our uh, things with the show and things away from the show. Um, next weekend, you might get some cool content from uh, maybe Top Golf. Maybe. We'll see how that goes. And as always, you can find us anywhere you find a podcast, including Spotify, the iTunes Store, Podcast One, all the fun places. If there is a place you regularly find a podcast that you cannot find us, Please let us know, and we'll fix that. I'll send you a link if I have to. But, as I said, as we get into the NHL content, pretty much the first half of the show, I'm going to talk about, I don't know, like 15 or 16 of the uh, trades that went down in the past couple days and the impacts those could have going forward. Um, that's pretty much the NHL side of it. Uh, that will probably be the first half of the show. 
after we go through that, we'll take a short break. We'll come back. We'll talk some predators, some hurricanes. Uh, we'll, we're going to talk all the trades first, and then we'll talk about uh, the, the predators and canes like that and uh, some gladiators and finish up with some owls, as I said. So without further ado, let's jump into these trades. And they're just kind of all over the place. So if your favorite team is one of these, uh, I might mention one now and one five picks from now. It might be three or four of them in a row. Because we're going to start off, uh, I happen to see all these at once. So we're going to start off with the Toronto Maple Leafs, who acquired defenseman Luke Shin. They are wanting to shore up their their uh, defense. They They think that between that and goaltending is probably... A lot to do with uh, their their playoff woes. I could say scoring goals. They, they have some issues. It, it's like when the, the lights get brightest, for some reason the Maple Leafs uh, shut down, and it's kind of weird. Quick sip of coffee. Once again, I would tell you what kind of coffee it is, but they don't sponsor the show. So if you have a uh, if you have your own coffee, or if you have uh, uh, a sports drink or anything like that, and you would like to, or I mean, you might have to have that. If you have a cool business or something you would like highlighted on the show and you want to sponsor the show, hit us up at all those ways that I said earlier on, or just catch me on any of the social medias and let's chat. I'd love to have you guys, love to feature you guys, especially local. Love talking local with you guys. But anyway. Let's get into these. Uh, like I said, Luke Shin, the defenseman, is going to go to Toronto. Vancouver is going to get a third-round pick in 2023. Now, a lot of these I'm going to talk about singularly. In this case, I'm going to talk about all three of these trades because they're they all have to do with the Maple Leafs, and they all are going to – they're all related. Uh, number two – Toronto is acquiring defenseman Eric Gustafson from, I forgot where he came from. I think it's Boston. But they're getting Eric Gustafson, another defenseman. Uh, the Boston Bruins are going to get a first-round pick in 2023. And the Washington Capitals are going to get defenseman Rasmus Sandin. You guys going to see what I'm seeing here? They've added... Luke Shin, they've added Eric Gustafson. Well, there needs to be an odd man out or two. In this case, is Rasman uh, Sandy. And in the third Maple Leaf transaction, they are send or they are acquiring a third round pick in 2024 from the New York Islanders for defenseman Pierre Ingvall. I hate to lose Pierre. Pierre was a a good player with the Maple Leafs, but once again, you add two big defensemen, there needs to be some odd man out. Uh, in this case, those were the odd man out. Ingvall is, is going to have uh, a little more room to prosper, in my opinion, with the Islanders. They they have the room to let him develop and continue to grow. He's, he's done amazing things over the years, but uh, I, I, you know, change of scenery could help him as well. And uh, like I said, the Islanders have a spot that I think he can he can take over that spot. So wish him all the best with that. 
Let's see. I'm going to try to skip the Hurricane and Nashville ones for now. Uh, let's go to the New York Rangers who get forward Patrick Kane. This is a weird deal here. Because they get Patrick Kane. Arizona gets a third round pick in 2025 for basically being the third party deal in this and eating some of the salary. Good for them. And Chicago is going to get a second round pick in this year's draft, the 2023, and a fourth round pick in the 2025 draft. Patrick Kane to the Rangers. What does that mean? Well, the Rangers got pretty good there. Now, here's the thing. They, a lot of their fan base, I don't know that they, they might believe this too, but a lot of their fan base seems to think that adding Patrick Kane automatically makes them Stanley Cup contenders. Rangers, I could argue that you were on the cusp anyway. You're one of those teams that if you, you could make a deep run and you, you have the chance, did add Patrick Kane, adding Patrick Kane push you over the edge into that? I, I don't know that it necessarily did. He's, he's a good player. He's a great veteran, and uh, he does make your team better, but I, I don't know that it changed much. I think you're still in the same boat that you have the potential to really, you know, light the woods on fire, so to say. I mean, even though you can't, you you know, only you can prevent forest fires. But I mean, I think you guys can can really light things up without Kane. Now that you have Kane, I, I think it it solidifies a lot of your lines. It'd be interesting to see where they end up putting him. But for now, uh, it, it's a good deal, and and I like it. And he, you know, he could be a good Ranger. Maybe in the next couple years, uh, he could be that veteran presence that uh, just just really keeps the wheels in motion like that. I think it's a good deal, you know? It's a good deal. It's not a, a not a blockbuster like people think, but uh, you, you get a veteran like Patrick Kane on any team, and he makes your team better. So, you know, good for them. Um, there's a Nashville trade. We'll leave that one out. The Vegas Golden Knights get forward Teddy Bluger. Eddie Bluger. In fact, right now we are watching the Vegas Golden Knights Carolina game from last night. It was a spectacular game, by the way. Uh, very rarely do I get to see entire games. Most of the time I have to see highlights, and and uh, I get to see maybe a period or two. I saw this whole game. This this was fun. This was a fun game. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about it during the breakdown during the Carolina portion. But, as I said, they get Teddy Bluger from Pittsburgh, who gets defenseman Peter Delibertaire. That may be how you say his name. And a third-round pick in 2024. Pittsburgh are definitely sellers, and they know that. Uh, they got an aging Crosby. They got an aging Malkin. They, uh, they, still, they, still, they got a lot of really good pieces, but this year, they're not contenders, and they know that. So, Teddy Bluger gets to... Uh, move out to Vegas and, you know, really just, just try to uh, have another chance at a ring. Vegas, Vegas is one of those teams, uh, Toronto, Carolina, and uh, we'll get to where Nashville fits in this here in a minute. But uh, I, I like the deal. I, I think, you know, once again, Teddy Bluger's a, a solid player. He's going to fit in nicely with the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, I want to see where he fits. 
but uh, it does make their team better. And uh, Peter uh, DeLibertaire gets a chance to develop in the Pittsburgh system. Colorado is getting center Lars Eller from the Washington Capitals for a second round pick in 2025. It's crazy to know that a team that has Crosby and Malkin and a team that has TJ Oshi and Alex Ovechkin and Tom Wilson are sellers. But uh, both the Capitals and the Penguins are sellers this time around. This time, it you know, it is Washington who's dealing Lars Eller, who's uh, one of their top players as well. Uh, they're they're, they're going to have to figure out what they can do. I don't think they can completely start over and sell in the same way that Pittsburgh cannot. They're just going to have to keep trying to add younger pieces and keep the veterans around until they pretty much age out and retire. That's they're kind of stuck. It was it was almost where Nashville was until they got busy and made a front office move that I think tipped the scales of all the other th- moves that we're going to talk about here in a minute. Uh, Vancouver acquires uh, Philip Hovac from Detroit for a first round pick this year, a second round pick this year, and a fourth round pick. This year, uh, Detroit's still in the rebuild mode. They're trying to get younger. They did re-sign Dylan Larkin to like another six-year deal. At least they didn't deal him. I thought that was great. That was a way of showing that he is the piece they're going to use moving forward as they have. And uh, I'm, I'd like to see Detroit, not necessarily back on top, but back at the top. During childhood, during, when, I, when I really got into hockey, you know, the, that was the days of Iserman and uh, Sergei Fedorov and uh, Konstantinov. Gosh, who else did they have? They had – I should know this. They had – oh, they had Chris Osgood, and they had Dominic Hasek for a, little, for a couple of years. I mean – Detroit was just a powerhouse, and they've just fallen on hard times in the last couple of years and haven't quite put it together. But I feel like at some point, with Dylan Larkin and, and friends, they're they're gonna they're gonna rebound. You're gonna see a shift where some of the people at the top are gonna go to the bottom, some of the people at the bottom are gonna come to the top, some of the people in the middle probably gonna stay in the middle. Uh, San Jose Sharks acquired Vladislav Namast. Namestiknikov, or Namestnikov, maybe I'm saying that right, uh, from the Tampa Bay Lightning, who are kind of sellers, kind of sellers, but they, they trade forward Michael uh, Esamont to Tampa Bay. Uh, it was time for Vladdy to move on. Tampa Bay, they may be out of their cup window, and they're having to start to... Uh, make choices because they have to keep paying their top stars and their, their role players are now to a point of getting new contracts. And they just, there's only so much money to go around as Jerry Jones of the Cowboys says, there's only so much pie. Doesn't matter how many times you slice the pie, there's only one pie. Uh, Good for Vladdy though. That's it's over to San Jose. San Jose is doing some fun things. I'd like to see them be uh, be back towards the top as well. 
Uh, let's go to Ottawa. Ottawa gets Jacob uh, Chikrin. Or, yeah, Chikrin. Hope I'm saying that right. Arizona gets a first-round pick this year, a second-round pick next year, and a second round in 2026. That's a crazy long time from now. Um, what else do we got? Oh, how about the Columbus Blue Jackets acquire Jonathan Quick? Johnny Quick is going to Columbus. They also get a first-round pick this year and a third-round pick next year. From the LA Kings for goalie Jonas Corposalo and defenseman Vladislav uh, Gurikov. Gurikov, there we go. So it seems that the Kings uh, end up getting a spectacular goalie. They're able to move their potential Ring of Honor Hall of Fame goalie, Johnny Quick. Uh, to a Columbus team that could use his leadership, but uh, Corpus Salo, man, he's uh, he's going to be one of those guys, be a top goaltender in the next couple of years, and uh, Vladislav, solid defenseman. So I, I think that's a good trade there. And then some other miscellaneous people who are moving, who moved to different teams. You have Vladimir Tarasenko, who is now with the New York Rangers. I think with Patrick Kane, I think that's you don't have to pair them up, but. You put those two deals together, and that that's really solid moves for a team that only needed a couple a couple role player pieces. And uh, Timo Meyer is gonna have a new home as a New Jersey Devil. Timo has uh, been in trade talks practically the entire year, and uh, good to see that uh, he no longer has to worry about it, and he gets to uh, he gets to play over here in the East Coast. So it will be. Good to see him over this way. So that pretty much wraps up all the trades that do not have to do with Carolina or Nashville. So we are going to go to a quick break, tell you about our friends at BetOnline.net. When we get back, we'll talk some Nashville, some Carolina, some glads and some owls. But we'll be right back after this. Hey, this is Jeremy the Impact York from the Impact Media family of podcasts. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest ways to get your betting fix. And don't forget BetOnline for NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today and use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. And we're back here on Board Check. Make sure to visit our friends at betonline.net. They've got the gambling and wagering lines if you like to engage in that. Obviously, if it is legal to do so where you're at here in Georgia, I'm pretty sure it's not. Could be wrong. But if you are in a place where it is it is cool to bet and you want to wager on some games, you can do so at betonline.net. If you want to just be a more educated fan, you can go and listen to the podcast and, the, and read the articles they have, and uh, just such good information. Just such good information. Visit our friends at betonline.net. Tell them Impact Media sent you, and uh, they love hearing that, and we love hearing from them that you told them. First part of the show, we talked all about all the people that are on the move. That is the, the uh, title of today's show, On the Move. We talked about everybody not... Associated with the Hurricanes or the Predators, 
but my goodness, it seems like it seems like a third of the league is uh, finding new homes, which is crazy. It's just the time and age we're in. So let's get into the deals that involve the Carolina Hurricanes first. Uh, they were able to get forward Jesse. Is it Paul Jajari? Uh, he's a good, solid role player. Uh, he's also somebody that's potentially going to stick around. They did not, they made it pretty clear they did not want rentals. They wanted pieces they could continue to use in further years. I think Jesse is one of those. They, they, they uh, end up sending uh, to the Edmonton Oilers Patrick Pustola. It's, it's, he's a big prospect that will give, you know, Edmonton has the room to try to develop him where things are a little crowded in Carolina if you're a prospect, you know. It's, uh, it's kind of hard to bring up, you know, it's him being a forward. It's kind of hard to bring it up knowing that there is four stacked lines in front of him. Um, I know there was another Carolina. There it is. They also acquire Shane Gostahare as uh, the defenseman that will shore up their defensive needs for sure. And they send the Arizona Coyotes a third-round pick in 2026. Now, Arizona was very busy. They acquired a lot of picks, but Arizona was quite busy moving players. They were definitely sellers this time around, as we um, as we were pretty sure they would. But this is this also affects the Gladiators. Arizona moving all these players to other places and picking up draft picks. Well, as they draft some of these players, some of them will be sent to the Atlanta Gladiators for development and to get seasoning and to get games in. And also, this is how it works even at your daily jobs. If the people above you either go to other companies or just get moved away from your company, a.k.a. they get let go, their service is no longer needed, somebody has to fill that void. So there's a good chance that they, that they you know, move from within. So as Arizona makes room on their roster to call up some of the uh, Roadrunners, well, the Roadrunners are going to need players too. And what are they going to do? They're going to call on the Gladiators to fill those roster spots. So a lot of our big players are going to get those call-ups and get to finish the year on the uh, Roadrunners, I mean, potentially higher depending on how they play and certain kind of needs. This is the time of year that you call up your prospects if you have the room, uh, especially if you're towards the end, you know, towards the bottom and not really competing for a playoff spot. It's the perfect time to do it. So, you know, shout out to our Gladiator players that are going to be over to the uh, Tucson Roadrunners here soon. And we will talk about those uh, as they happen. Haven't heard of any yet. Um, those were the two main... Those were the two main Carolina deals. Speaking of gladiators, they are smoking the Savannah Ghost Pirates at the moment. Five to three, I believe. They just tend to have their number. Uh, but speaking of Carolina, you know, they just had the stadium series. It was spectacular. I know I told you I've talked a little bit about it already. 
but some of the numbers are back, and this was one of the most highly attended, highly watched stadium series uh, of all time. And this gave them the idea that maybe you should use that college football mentality and have it at those kind of places as well, because there's a lot more space and a lot more uh, fun activities and things you can do because you're at those facilities. Let's look at the games they have uh, played here recently. We will start with last Friday where they hosted the Ottawa Senators. They were able to win that game four to nothing. Of course, anti Ranta with 32 saves in the shutout win. Your goals by Marty Nachos, uh, Brady Shea. You guys got after me so much for calling him Sky. I'm doing it on purpose, guys. I know his name is Shea. It's okay. I know it riles you guys up. Part of why I do it. But uh, uh, Shea had one. Seth Jarvis had one. And Brent Burns, who is on an absolute monster tear. Not to be outdone, they hosted the Anaheim Ducks on the following day Saturday. Didn't quite go the way we wanted it to. Unfortunately, come up a goal short. Lost that one three to two. Your goals by Jesper Fast and uh, Coach Kimmy. Frederick Anderson. He's been on a little, I'm not going to say a slide, but uh, he, he's had a couple hiccups lately that have just been non-Frederick-like. I think he's okay. But uh, he had 13 saves in the losing effort here. Not a lot of shots for the Ducks, but they get the job done. Now, of course, the game I'm talking about now, Carolina went to Vegas to play the Golden Knights. Come up just a goal short there as well as uh, Jordan Stahl and Marty Nachos with the goals there. Nachos, man, he is, he might lead the league. I mean, he might lead the team in, in goals by the time this is over. He has just been on a tear. Uh, Frederick Anderson with 17 saves in the losing the losing effort there upcoming schedule uh, we're hoping to get board check back onto uh schedule so uh they just have two upcoming games before the next time we hopefully record they will go to arizona tomorrow night 9 30 puck drop there to take on the coyotes and on sunday they will host the tampa bay lightning at 3 p.m puck drop for that one Let's get into the Nashville Predators. Nashville Predators. They made a move that I think triggered a lot of these other moves. And, and I don't think it's just because they got a new guy into a position. I do think that this had something to do with... Um, I think a lot of these were in place. They just so happened to drop after the news was made. But in Nashville, um, David Poyle is going to retire basically in June as the general manager of the Nashville Predators. David Poyle has been the general manager since their inception in 1997. He has done a fantastic job. I know some local media has been trying to run him out of town for a short period of time. I think he's still been doing a great job. Um, but a lot of people go, well, now they're going to be on GM search. No, actually not. Because one of the most successful 
coaches in the history of the Nashville Predators, Barry Trotz, is going to take over general manager duties. And as he said, he could continue to be a coach and probably be really successful. He wants to try this new challenge. Uh, and he and he and management feel like that uh, he's going to be able to do so. So we're going to see how that goes. That'll be um, July 1st will actually be when that transition actually happens. And before we get into the moves that happen, uh, the Ryan Johansson story, I mean, uh, injury, uh, he, he took a skate to the leg. He ended up having surgery. Um, I don't think it was super, super bad, but it's going to keep him out, I think, for a couple weeks. And uh, I think that was the real tipping point because that set off a string of trades that uh, I'm just going to go through as many of them as uh, I can. I think I have them all pulled up, but uh, let's get going because that turned them into absolute sellers. I mean, pretty much sell anything not nailed down. Because they send center Michael Granlund to the Pittsburgh Penguins for a second-round pick in this year's draft, which the best. Granlund is a great player. Uh, I have followed him for years. Um, oops. Uh, we will talk about who made his debut the other night. Here we go. Uh, they also uh, they also acquired right wing Austin Rushoff for future considerations from the New York Rangers. They traded uh, defenseman Matthias Ekholm and a 2024 sixth round pick to the Edmonton Oilers in return for defenseman Tyson Berry and left winger Reed Schaefer. Also acquired a 2023 first round and fourth round pick for that. I'm scrolling through all these. No, there are more. Um, Timo Meyer trade. They had a ton to do. Here we go. Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning get left winger Tanner Janot. Oh, you guys are upset about that. Oh man, he was our next guy up, and and he was a uh, he was uh, really developing. Yeah, he was. But now he's going to be in an environment where he can develop more on his own. The pressure to do it now is not necessarily there, which means he's probably going to develop into a star, but it happens. And what did Nashville get for Tanner Janot? Oh man, they got the kitchen sink because they got defenseman Cal foot. who was very good. They got third, fourth and fifth round picks this year. They got a second round pick next year and a 2025 first round pick. That is one, two, three, four, five picks and a defensive prospect. That is amazing. Somebody needs to send Tanner Janot a fruit basket because uh, of all the work he did here, his best work was when we they moved him for that haul. That is amazing. Uh, up next, Nashville got left winger Isaac Ratcliffe, who was a prospect from the Flyers for future considerations. 
that will either be money or a player to be named later type thing. Um, is that just the David Poyle announcement? Oh, here's another one. They moved right winger Nino Niederreiter, former Hurricane, now former Predator, moved him to Winnipeg Jets, bless his heart, for a 2024 20, second round pick. That's crazy. And Winnipeg gets a uh, outstanding, outstanding player. And that rounds out all the ones that um, I'm aware of. Now, this course created room where uh, big prospect Luke Evangelista was able to get the call up and make his NHL debut. He had a pretty good day. I'll give him that. He had a pretty good day. Uh, he's going to definitely be something fun down the road. But, uh, you know, it's good to go ahead and you know, now is the time to call up some of these prospects and some of these people we just acquired and see what you got. Because you just told everybody that you don't think you're going to make the playoffs. And if you do, you're probably not going to do well. I mean, you still try hard. They're still trying to do the best they can. But for now, uh, now's the time to play the guys and see what you got. See if you need to go get people later. And in the last week, uh, they've been pretty busy. They went to San Jose, the Predators. Did. They've kind of caught a hot streak. Even though all these moving players, they've kind of caught a hot streak. It's kind of crazy. Uh, but they went to San Jose and were able to beat the Sharks 6-2. to two. Goals by Trennan. Niederreiter had double. Granlin had double. This was one of the last games he played. And Novak ended up with one as well. And UC Soros with 22 saves in the victory. Then, on Sunday, they go out to Arizona, smash the Coyotes, 6-2. to two. Starting to be a trend. Goals by uh, Cody Glass, who I think is going to be a big star real soon. Uh, Trennan. Roman Yossi had two, and Novak and Duchesne had the other pair. Yossi Soros, 25 saves in the victory there. They host the Pittsburgh Penguins just a couple days ago. Unfortunately, come up two goals short in that one. Three to one, Penguins end up in the victory. Uh, Jankowski with the lone goal there, and UC Soros with 31 saves in the loss. And they are currently playing the Florida Panthers in the third period. Do we have an update? Looks like they are up 2-1 to one with 40 seconds. No, with 40 seconds to go. Maybe they can hold on for this one. Your goal's... And this one by Leonard and Matt Duchesne. Uh, Lankinen has 30 saves as he leads currently. We will try to get we will try to get a uh, update as soon as we can with that. As the screen just moved again, that's fine. Uh, Outside of something crazy, which welcome to the Predators way of hockey. Um, let's see if we can get another update before we're gone. It looks like six seconds left. 
They're still up 2-1. to one. We'll come back to that because your upcoming games between now and the time we uh, should record our next show, the they will be in Chicago to take on the Blackhawks Saturday night at 8 p.m. It'll be the lone game before we uh, record again. They do have some games coming up next week, but we will talk about them on the next show. We still... Surely they're not gonna. Surely they're not gonna give up a another goal between now and then as the screen moves again. But uh, yeah, Nashville they they decided, you know, two different strategies with these teams. You had Carolina who said we don't want a rental. We want somebody that uh, we can use for uh, upcoming seasons as well. Somebody we can help to build things. And you had Nashville, who decided uh, when the GM decided he was going to step down this year, he uh, and you're going to move in Barry Trotz to to replace David Poyle. That um, you're going to be sellers, especially after the Johansson injury. I think it was just where you needed to be, and and I think you waited till the right time. A lot of people wanted you to do it a while back. I don't think you knew. You wanted to see where this team was going to shake out. And by the time you did let it shake out, uh, that's what it is. And that is final now. Two to one. That is a Nashville victory. Let's see, did the new guy get to play? Uh, Tomasino, I know, has got to play some. Leonard and Sherwood have played a little bit more. There he is, Evangelista. Ended up with an assist tonight. Ends up with a point. Good for him on that. Uh, like I said, Leonard ended up with a goal. Uh, solid minutes from everybody. Great overall uh, time for the Predators, you know. Uh, your, your standings. The Predators are in fourth place for the wild cards spot. They are eight points. I don't know if this includes tonight or not. Eight points behind Winnipeg and Seattle for those two spots. Um, they're probably going to win some games. They might get really close to getting into the playoffs. They might do some, uh, some really good things. Who knows? But, uh, you know, keep supporting the team. They're going to go through a transition, and they need your support to uh, get where they need to get. And then, of course, Carolina, uh, if there wasn't a team called uh, the Boston Bruins, have just been smoking people like a Christmas ham this year, uh, they would be the best team in hockey. But Boston has 99 points. They're in the Atlantic Conference. In the Metropolitan, Carolina leads with 86 points. They are one ahead of the Devils. And seven ahead of the Rangers, who added Tarasenko and Kane. So we'll see where that goes from there. But that is your uh, standings. That's your NHL. We talked a little Glads earlier, uh, just how it tied into, you know, they're going to have room. Uh, you're going to see some players moving here and there because they're going to get called up Tucson. Because Tucson is going to move some players to uh, up to the Coyotes. Uh, it should be fun, you know. But let's talk about some recent games from 
they're actually playing right now, by the way. But in the last week, they have played a handful of games. They went to Jacksonville to take on the Iceman. We're able to blank them. No, this is not some fill-in-the-blank thing. They won three to nothing. Get the shutout. Um, Michael Morazic with an early goal, and then Sangoon Sheen with one late in the third, and just a couple seconds later, Cody Sylvester adds the uh, dagger. Uh, Joe Murdaka played two solid minutes, I mean two solid periods, and was replaced by Tendek in the third. They made a total of 35 saves in uh, the victory there. That moves us to last Saturday's game where they went to South Carolina to face the Stingrays. Did I have that right? Yeah. They unfortunately come up a little short, lost that one 7-3. to Reese Fatelli, Sangoon Sheen, and Cody Sylvester with the goals in uh, the losing effort. Tendek had 32 saves in the losing effort. And I have it on good authority that they just won this coming up game. I'll talk about that in a minute. They hosted the Fort Wayne Comets on Sunday. Were able to beat them 6-4. to four. Their goals by Mike Pellick, Iron Man Mike Pellick, Billy Consonu, Dylan Karabia, Noah Leon, Sangoon Sheen with one. And he added a second just for a good measure. That dude, man, he is he is lighting the place up. Tendak with 43 saves in the victory. That moves us to tonight's game, where they win the game 6-3 over the Savannah Ghost Pirates. Goals by Sengun Shin, Carlos Fornaros, Cody Sylvester. Sengun added a second one. Cody Sylvester added a second one. And Reese Fatelli had one on his own as well. And Tendek had 31 saves, and from everything I heard, including from some of you fans, as I've seen the social medias and the posts, uh, Tendek was standing on his head tonight, and that is fantastic. Your upcoming games for our Atlanta Gladiators. This Friday, they will be in South Carolina to take on the Stingray, 705 puck drop there. This Saturday, 605 puck drop in South Carolina. Should be able to beat the Stingrays. And those will be the games before before we are uh, before we record the next show. So now let's look at the standings. See where we are at this given moment. I don't think this includes tonight's win, by the way. Currently in fifth place in the South Division, as we are five points behind Greenville and South Carolina. It'll help that we play them twice this week, this weekend. And seven points behind Florida in second, and a solid 10 points behind Jacksonville in first. And uh, we're just a point ahead of Orlando and 14 points ahead of Savannah. So top four are going to make the playoffs. We can get in there. I, I very much think we can, and you guys believe we can as well. That wraps up the Gladiators for this week. Uh, the Owls update that I have is I know the guys are preparing for the offseason. 
Some of them are playing uh, roller hockey, whether it's for for the KSU team or uh, for others. And some are just uh, there's a lot of different offseason things that they are going to do. I'm hoping uh, here soon to meet up with some of the some of the team and uh, for some uh, for some fun stuff we're going to do on here. And we're going to have some chats on some partnership things we're going to do uh, moving forward. But uh, wish all the best to all the people who move teams. Wish all the best to the Gladiators as uh, they try to make a playoff push. And wish all the best to the Owls as they prepare for the offseason. But that is going to do us do it for us on this edition of Board Check. I'm your host, Jeremy the Impact York. This has been Board Check on the Move. We'll see you guys next week. Deuces, gooses. Go watch or go Predators, go Hurricanes, go Gladiators, go Owls, go watch hockey. See you next week. And the players pop and the